never get out of here. Pinkies, it's the Faye driver. I'm trying to get out of a hard, oh brother, a hard uh, uh, driveway on the onto the highway with two-way traffic. I'm going the wrong way, and uh, the highway is full of cars, cars. Um. So, pinkies. What fun, what fun, what fun. Here we are. Oh, big bumps here. Oh, here we are in... Uh, we're driving the Toll Monster today. And uh, I have lots of exciting news, pinkies. Lots of exciting news. Now, where to start? Well, let's see. Where can we start? Let me look at. Let me consult my list. Well, first, let me talk about my snowblower. I wanted to to discuss the snowblower because you know I've been <laughs> I've been uh, tromping through the the back trails with my snowblower to make uh, trails through the snow. Really, my snowblower has the same handling characteristics of my of uh, Dorian Gray, the Porsche 911. Now, you might find that very unusual <laughs> that a 911 would be <laughs> would handle the same as a snowblower. <laughs> it's actually the snowblower handles the same as the 911. Let me explain why. So, you know, the the engine in the in the Porsche is in the back, right? So you have all this weight on the back end of the, uh, of the car and the engine is behind the rear wheels. So you have a lot of um, issues with weight distribution in, in a 911 because if you accelerate, if, if you accelerate um, the you know the, you're, you accelerate at the rear wheels which, Anytime you accelerate, you the back end goes down because the weight all shifts backwards whenever you accelerate. And if you decelerate, weight will t- typically weight will shift forward like in a normal car when you de- decelerate, you jam on the brakes, you got the engine up front, all the weight wants to stop and it compresses the suspension at the front and you get you get these dives that happen. When you jam on the brakes on a front-engine car, the same thing is occurring on a, in a 911. When you, if you accelerate, you're getting the same thing happening in reverse because the engine is at the back, and as you accelerate, you get this little weight shift. And because the weight is behind the rear wheels, what typically happens is the front end of the 911 wants to pop up when you accelerate, um, and this is one of the one of the things about the Porsche 911 <clears throat> and any rear engine car is they're very light in the front end which makes this feel of the steering is just so sublime because you have no weight uh, or virtually no weight over the front wheels um, however the drawback is that if you're not careful with the 911 and you're sloppy in the way that you accelerate or decelerate in a corner, you get these shifts in weight on the front end, which are basically caused by the rear engine, uh, you know, all the weight over the rear wheels moving, which causes the front end to pop up or down or whatever. So it can be quite hazardous if you're 
if you're, uh, you accelerate too quickly out of a corner, you could lift the front end up and lose your front wheel grip. Um, and so these are the things we need to be considerate of when we're driving our 911 around corners as fast as we possibly can. All right, so now let's apply all of these principles to the snowblower. <laughs> Because it's, I think it's very hard to design a snowblower that's that's easy to operate, because you have an engine. You know, typically the engine is behind the axle on a snowblower, or you know, over it or very close behind it. And then you have a, a fair amount of weight on the front end of your snowblower with all of the, you know, the augers and the gears and the and the blower. You know, the the ejectors and all that and all these turning parts at the front end you got a big hood scoop up at the front sucking the snow in so if you want a snowblower to be easy to operate you want as much weight over the front end or sorry you want as much weight over the wheels um, which will allow you to apply a force for instance down on top of the handles uh, which will cause the front end to pop up because sometimes you want to lift the front end sometimes you want to put the front end down um, but you also want to have some weight over the axle the turning wheels in order to provide thrust to the wheels you don't want the wheels to just be spinning so you want as much weight as you can over the wheels so that they have traction and grip and all that um, but you still want the thing, you don't want so much weight on the front end that it's hard to move because if you want to turn a, a snowblower, you kind of have to push down on the handles, thereby lifting the scoop and the front end up. And then you know you, you turn to the new direction you want to go and then you plop it back down and you keep mowing along, right? So this is one of the things I kind of figured out when I was mashing through the... <laughs> the uh, trail with my snowblower is that uh, <clears throat> it's great to go along on the straight and level with this snowblower uh, even though you might be doing all-terrain driving essentially but as soon as you encounter a hill well then the weight shifts over you know the weight will shift behind the rear wheels and you no longer have this center of gravity is no longer over the axle or the wheels and when you're going uphill, and so you get, I get a lot of slipping and you know, slipping and spinning. Oh, I got a call. One moment, please. Hello. Hello. Hi, calling you from the legal department uh -oh. of Service Canada. Uh -oh. The purpose of this call is regarding enforcement action. Oh no. Has been executed by Department of Justice against your social insurance number. Oh no. Ignoring this would be an intentional attempt to avoid initial appearances. Uh oh. Before the magistrate judge or the magistrate for a federal criminal offense. Oh, so I'm in trouble again. Goes to federal oh court, dear. How you get arrested? Okay, well. So let's ignore that. I guess I'll be arrested by some phony baloney government agency here. <clears throat> so as I'm mowing, you know, through the hills, uh, uh, I, I, I have to work quite hard because I end up having to push my snowblower up the hills because of this weight transfer over the over the wheels, or you know, that's coming off of the rear the the wheels. 
So that is why my snowblower handles like a 911. What do you think of that? Um, (laughs) So, you know, it's the new year. We're in 2021. Uh, I don't know if anybody else, probably not too many else uh, people who don't live in Canada. In Canada, it's National Vacuum Your Fridge Day on January the 1st. It's not, it's not really a holiday. It's just a thing we do every January the 1st. Uh, most Canadians vacuum your fridge out. And so I would encourage you, if you've not already done the, your, the vacuuming of your fridge, that you get your vacuum out and uh, get in there in the fridge and do your fridge cleaning and vacuum out your fridge. Don't forget, you want to vacuum the uh, all of the... Um, dust off of the condensers and the the radiator and stuff Um, some fridges have the thing uh, you know the the uh, the radiator or the the tubes the cooling tubes is down in the front very front end of your fridge underneath the front door there'll be a little access panel there you want to pop that access panel off and get your crevice tool and suck all the dust out from underneath your vacuum or underneath your fridge. Um, and or some of you will, probably many of you will have a fridge that has the cooling fins at the back of the fridge. So you want to just roll your fridge out. Most fridges have wheels on the bottom, so you can easily slide your fridge out and. Uh, if that's the kind of fridge you have, I use the, you know, the dust, the fluffy, the fluffy, uh, dusty dusting tool. The little round one with like the, the mustache bristles on it to clean the fins on your fridge. That's what we do here in Canada on National Vacuum Your Fridge Day. Um, it's not technically a holiday, but it does fall on the holiday. The January the 1st is a holiday in Canada. Um, so I encourage you to vacuum your fridge. I, I vacuum my fridge out too, like the crisper and the, you know, you get all this gunk that goes down, it lands in the bottom of your fridge. Take your crisper doors out and vacuum all that shit out of there and give your fridge a good cleaning. Throw all those things out that you, you know, those olives you've had since 1985. Um, do have a good, I hope you all have a good fridge cleaning. <laughs> for National Vacuum Your Fridge Day. (laughs) So listen, um, Mr. Anderson and I have decided to buy a house. You know, we've been... (laughs) 2020 was a really bizarre year. We sold our house in Vancouver. We went RVing for, you know, the, the rest of 2020. And we really intended to... We, we intended that COVID-19 would last a few months <laughs> and we would, you know, we would be heading back to traveling in the RV or in 2021 and heading down to the United States and, oh, it's going to be a grand life just traveling around and seeing the country. Well, you know, common sense now. We know now that uh, COVID-19 is uh, much more insidious and certainly the United States has done a really poor job of managing COVID. So uh, our hopes of living an RV lifestyle for 2021 are pretty much over. So we've decided we're going to buy a house. We found this beautiful house 
Um, uh, up here, up north, uh, it's brand new. It's, it was built a year ago in 2019. It's a beautiful, gorgeous house. I'm just so very excited. You know that monstrosity that Adam Burns bought, the brand new house? No, no, we're going to build a house. I want, you know, I want the, all the grass blades to point towards the north and and all this you know this effort he went into getting this house um, this, I think it's like 3,000 square foot house he has there well you know I can't be outdone by Adam Burns so so we're buying a brand new house as well uh, it wasn't built by us it was built by somebody else but it's only a one year old it's a beautiful house oh my god you should see the plumbing in this house so there's this crawl, it's got a gorgeous six foot crawl space. This is a single level rancher, it's 1300 square feet. Very small by Adam Burns uh, standards. Um, but that's all we need, a two bedroom house with a den. And uh, it's got a gorgeous garage, completely finished garage, all gyp rocked in. The garage is like, uh, like 15 feet high. It's 23 feet long, so I can, I can get the tow monster inside the garage. The tow monster is 21 feet. Still be a tight fit, but I can do it. Uh, Two-car garage. Oh, it's so beautiful. Uh, this house is just magnificent. So anyways, I was underneath. I, 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 I did the inspection on the house because I think I'm pretty, uh, you know, I think I can do anything. <laughs> So I was under the crawl in the crawl space of the house. What a gorgeous crawl space! Uh, the the plumbing, you know, the underside of the the secret squirrel plumbing is so beautiful in this house. Uh, two bathrooms, you know, a main bathroom and a and an ensuite bathroom. Um, uh, hardwood floors or laminate or something, you know, fake hardwood floors. Why do people not put real hardwood? Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of this hardwood, this laminate hardwood floor. I wish people would put real hardwood in their floors. I realize it's very expensive, but uh, it just would just tie off everything beautifully. Um, so Mr. Anderson and I are very excited. We'll be moving into our new house in uh, May of 2021. So we're looking forward to that. We haven't actually finalized the deal on this, but we are a hair from signing all the documentation and actually committing to it. We've done all of our due diligence at this point. So uh, I guess it's official. We're going to be staying up north here uh, and we'll be living in this lovely new house in the middle of uh, 2021. Uh, I'd love to tell you more. If you want to know, if you want to see the MLS listing on the house, you can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. But for your information, uh, we're going to be up here for a good long time. Uh, things are going pretty good. We're, we've decided to commit now to this life up here in the, up in the wintry, dirty, never have a clean vehicle north. Uh, but I feel as though it's a, the right thing to do. So, uh, big exciting news 
for 2020 for us. Uh, like I said, that's all I have for now, I think. I am the Fade Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Take care, everybody.